Hey, it's Dave, and you know I'm not a fan of pre-rolls, so the fact that I'm doing one, you know this is important, and it's time-sensitive, because March 21st at 5.30 Eastern, myself and my favorite book guru, Thomas Umstadt Jr., are doing a webinar on book launch secrets. And if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch, you'll learn more about it. But I just wanted to get this in here because that's right around the corner. Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. Today on episode number 28 of the podcast review show, we're checking out the Say Shindo podcast. Picking up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the podcast review show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. All right, welcome to the podcast review show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. And uh, joining me today, back uh, in black... <laughs> is uh, my lovely bride, Diane. How are you doing, sweetie? I'm peachy. Peachy. And uh, I always like to bring you along because you're kind of the the voice of the non-technical nerdy person. And uh, today, we're going to go to their website right now. We don't even understand. Their website is S-E-I-S-H-I-N-D-O dot org. So it's not even I can look at the name of the website and know what this is about. And when we go to it, here's our first impression. And okay, so some sort of Japanese thing, stress management, executive coaching, and life coaching. Now, if you're new to the show, we have been asked to review this podcast, and uh, this is our first impression. It's just our opinion. That's all it is. And uh, so we give our first impression, and then we listen to an episode here. And uh, so it's Sai Shindo, I'm going to guess. Uh, you used to know where you were going, but the anxiety and stress you experience every day leaves you wondering if you're heading in the right direction. So they have a Life Tools podcast, apparently, is what we're going to be reviewing. Stress management, pure heart, simple mind. Um, and it looks like Charlie Badenhop, B-A-D-E-N-H-O-P, he's developed a stress management program and coaching process that helps you live a healthier, more fulfilling life. So we're going to learn how to, to manage our stress today. Yay. Yeah. And wow. A podcast that I need. Yeah, there you go. So um looks like they have a bunch of podcasts on here. I'm going to click on their website now. Um, okay. So he has a list of uh, all the episodes I should see. And it looks like he has a membership site here. So um, and a vault of, he has a lot of information on their website. He has a forums. I'm going to click on there just because I'm always interested to see what forum software they're using. And I'm going to guess simple press. It's hard to tell. You can't tell from that. So um, they have executive life coaching, life tools and stress management. So we're going to go over to the life tools podcast introduction. He has on their website based on the concept of Saishindo. We offer a free podcast series design. Now, my only life thing at this point is, what the heck is Saishindo? 
We offer a free podcast series designed to give you straightforward, easy to understand solutions for challenges of life. Uh, each Life Tools podcast addresses a specific challenge that most of us come across in our daily lives, along with step by step pragmatic guidance on how to achieve the solution you desire. And it's available on iTunes. So here's the last five podcasts How to Know If You're Getting on the Right Career Path, uh, How to Forgive Someone. I think that's a word. Uh-huh. I think that would work for us. Uh, appreciating people who are different than you to create stronger relationships. Check. Uh, yeah. Brainstorming new ideas and solving problems using the Walt Disney creativity method. I like the titles. Let me go over here back to all podcasts. I'll give you some more titles here. Tapping into the benefits of stress. Everyday anger management. Say yes to success. Uh, Defusing Potential Conflicts, Part 1 and 2. Setting the Stage for Collaboration. Well, these are all good. Overcoming Procrastination. Now, for the record, if you I don't care what your podcast is. If you name it Overcoming Procrastination, you will see a spike. I know three people that have had that title, and they all go, man, it went through the roof. And uh, I was going to go back and listen to it, but I, I could never find the time. Huh. Okay, get it. All right. Um... Reframing your relationship to change. Uh, positive intervention, introduction with others and with yourself. A lot of good topics here. I'm having a hard time. Which one, any of those jump out at you? I, I like the forgiveness one. The forgiveness one. I'm, I'm with you there. I'll take uh, forgiveness for 200, Alex. I just got to go back and find out where that was. So, um, I think you should Google the word Saishindo. Let's say right. Well, the good news is his website is right on top. So on one hand, you have a word that nobody knows what it means. On the other hand, you are dominating the front page of Google. It's a type of karate. It says um, it's a type of acupuncture. I'm assuming it has something to do with stress management. Um, yeah, there's a type of karate. But um, mind-body coaching, anger management. Well, I'm hoping we'll get that explained when we start the podcast here. So let's find the uh, the episode and uh, fire that bad boy up. Yeah, as I pull the podcast up, it does say Life Tools on their uh, album art, Sensible Solutions for Life's Everyday Challenges. There's no description. Oh, here it is. Our bi-weekly podcast provides you with straightforward, actionable solutions for challenges life brings your way based on concept of NLP, that is neuro-linguistic programming, for those of you keeping track at home, Ekodo and Saishindo, our podcast will empower you to construct the solutions and strategies that help you build better relationships and enhance the overall quality of life. All right, so I have downloaded the episode on forgiveness. And uh, let's, uh, in in iTunes, at least it says, we talk about how to forgive someone who's wronged you in the past. Moreover, we talk about how to use positive intention to understand the potential reasons why this person did what they did. So here we go. As I click play. It's 32 minutes long. Seishindo Life Tools Podcast by Charlie Badenhop and Tony. 
Hello, everyone. Today, we will talk about how to forgive someone who has wronged you in the past. Moreover, we will talk about how to use positive intention to understand the potential reasons why this person did what they did and how to use this understanding to let go of your resentment towards that other person. In the Seishindo way of thinking, holding resentment towards someone really doesn't help us in our daily lives and can actually be detrimental in living a healthy and positive lifestyle. So Charlie, I think you were going to do something a bit different in today's podcast and starting this out. Is that right? Yes. Today, rather than walking our audience through some theory, um, I'm going to tell a story that I've written about before. And I tell this story because I feel it offers some wonderful insights. And then later... I'll present the actual tool for today. Okay, sounds great. You know, many people struggle asking themselves if they, quote unquote, should forgive someone or telling themselves that they don't want to forgive the other person. And the whole time they feel unsettled and deep down in their heart of hearts, they do want to forgive, but they just need to find the proper way to go about doing so. And that is what our tool is designed to help with. Let me give an example of how to approach forgiveness by relating a coaching session I had with a client quite some time ago. My client had a lot of resentment towards her mother for many things her mother had done to her in the past. And she said, I don't want to forgive my mother for what she did in the past. What she did was and is still wrong, and she has never apologized. Okay, you know, I, spot. Stop, stop, stop. We're the two-minute mark. So your overall first impression... Um, I'm interested. Uh, the The only thing that I don't like is that they they introduce themselves by name. They didn't, you know, like you do. If you if you're new to the show, I'm so and so, and this is a podcast about, you know. So for somebody who this is their first time listening to it. It was just kind of like, it was like walking into a classroom in the middle of the semester and the teacher doesn't introduce himself, introduce the course. Yeah, that that's, uh, especially now, I mean, as we record this, it's uh, the first day of 2014, a lot of um, tablets, a lot of iPhones, a lot of iPads are... Uh, out and about. And when you go there, one of the first things it says, Hey, would you like to install these apps? One of which is podcasts. So there's a lot of new people coming on board and I see where they're on Stitcher. So that's another one that's big on the Android device. Always want to do, cause I'm like, okay, it's Charlie, but you know, why should I listen to Charlie? And it's kind of weird because you do have to kind of toot your own horn for a bit and say, I'm so-and-so and here's my quick one sentence credential. And that way, you know, it establishes that. But I think I, I'm with you. I think they assume that we've listened to the previous podcast because we're going to change the format. And I, I get that. And that makes sense if you've listened to the other ones. And it's not a big deal. But I did like the intro. I really expected Michael to McDonald from the Doobie Brothers to break in at any minute. Or maybe even uh, the guy from the Honda commercials. Um, yeah. What's that That guy? Um, mm-hmm. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton, yeah. It was very, very uh, adult contemporary. All right, so we're, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, they got me tied in. I'm like, uh, okay. And he's he's talked, didn't he say he had a client that he was working with? Yes. So obviously this guy has experience. Yes, and I, I would like to know, I mean, is there a place on the website that Let's introduces them and... Who? Ooh, ooh, members and about, okay. 
about Charlie. Okay. Um, he's eclectic. In 1985, he moved to Japan. I knew that. From, I- he, from New York City. Saishindu is an interweaving of Eastern and Western philosophies with my wide range of business, professional, and personal experiences. He's a native New Yorker. He was the son of a captain of a New York City fire department. I graduated from the University of North Carolina. Yeah. um, With a degree of political science. Was an officer in the U.S. Navy. Went to study, uh, went to Japan to study Naguchi. I'm a fourth year degree black belt in Aikido. And I'm one of a few foreigners in Japan to be certified as an Aikido sensei. Oh, so he's, he's okay. Sensei. Wax on. Yes. Yeah. I'm a long-term practitioner and study of many forms of mindfulness, psychology, and health disciplines, including Saite, Saike Jutsu, yoga, self-relations therapy. Okay. Any certifications? I mean, he's a black belt. So if you decide not to forgive the person, you can beat the crap That's out right, of them. That's right, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that word. <laughs> a crap? Crap. Crap is good. Crap's okay. Yeah, okay. crap. We can. That's not going to give us explicit. All right. Okay. Sorry. Right, let's let's. I'm. I'm. He's talking about. Remember when I hit pause there? He's talking about mom. Yeah. Was a weenie, and uh, now we're going to move on. All right. Hear this very same kind of statement from many clients who are living with resentment, whether it be towards their parents, their spouse, or their boss. So in the coaching session, I first explained to my client the difference between forgiving someone for what they have done and condoning what they've done. He just goes, yeah, forget about it. I definitely hear the New York thing. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, yeah, that's, that's an important difference, isn't it? As they say, the difference that makes the difference. So if I'm hearing you right, forgiving someone for what they have done does not at all mean that you have to condone what the other person has done. In other words, you don't have to feel what the other person did is okay in order to forgive them. Am I right down on that, Charlie? Yes, exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. And in the coaching session that I was having, next I talked to my client about Nelson Mandela, who is my number one role model in regard to forgiveness. You know, if, if Nelson had remained angry... There's no telling just how bad things could have gotten in South Africa after he was released. And I believe the whole world is fortunate for the path of forgiveness that he chose. So I suggested to my client, I said the following. What I learned from Nelson Mandela is that in order to free ourselves from the pain of anger and resentment, we need to be able to forgive others. The longer we dwell on hurtful situations from the past, the longer we keep ourselves from living fully in the present. And in the process, we often bring about further pain and suffering. So forgiveness is actually an act of kindness, and it's an act of kindness to yourself, as it will release you from the pain you've been suffering and lead to new possibilities in your life and in your relationships. So having said that, I next asked my client if she felt that anyone other than herself was responsible for and capable of making her happy or unhappy. And after a rather long and convoluted discussion, she said that when it was all said and done, she realized that she was indeed the only one that could determine how she felt. And then we sat there together for a while and I took a deep breath and suggested that my client do so as well. And next I said to her, here's an idea. What if, 
as a totally selfish act done simply for your own personal happiness, you decided to go ahead and let go of the resentment you had towards your mom so that you would no longer need to have resentment clouding your life. What would that be like? So she, I gave her a, a moment or two to think about that, and I suggested you would not be saying that what was done to you was okay. You would simply be letting go of the resentment so that your own life would be happier. Would you want to let go of your resentment if it meant you would feel greater happiness overall in your life? And having said that, we sat there together for a while, and my client's face began to soften at some point. And she said that... If she was able to let go of her resentment, it would be like lifting a weight from her shoulders and removing a dark cloud from her heart. And I said, well, you know, with all you've been through, with all of the pain you have suffered, wouldn't it be a wonderful gift to give to yourself if you could lift this weight from your shoulders and remove the dark cloud from your heart? Wouldn't it be wonderful to be freed from your hurt and resentment? And then we sat there and tears formed in her eyes and she said very softly, yes, I want to feel good. I want to feel love. I want to feel free. All right. So we're at the, the five minute mark. Actually, we're at the six minute mark. Thoughts? <laughs> Why'd you stop? Because uh, we're at the five minute mark. We always stop at the five minute mark. We don't, we don't. Oh. Most of the podcasts we listen to, the five-minute mark feels like an hour. Well, that's, I will say that. The good news is uh, we're five minutes into this, and we've heard a big chunk of this topic. So they like they said they're going to change. I don't know what their normal format is, but, man, they just jumped right to it. And here's one of the things that uh, he's telling a story in this case, which is very captivating. And I'll be interested to see how he... Uh, you know, what is the other end of this? But at this point, it's not a podcast where we just play the podcast where people go, what do you think? Um, We usually stop about the five minute mark. So we're going to take, we're going to drop the, uh, the listeners and we're going to listen and and we'll come back and and report. Okay. All right. So we're going to bring you back in here as uh, Charlie from uh, New York. (laughs) I'm digging the accent is uh, going to tell us the tool. Diving. Uh, first, uh, some important caveats to begin with. Sure. First caveat, using this tool for forgiveness will not necessarily require that you make an actual statement of forgiveness to the other person. The important thing to do is to forgive the person in your own heart. This is what will lead you to have greater peace of mind. A second caveat is that we're going to assume that you have some form of personal relationship with the other person. You might also have gotten cheated or wronged by someone you barely know, and today's tool could work in such circumstances, but assuming you already have a relationship with the other person will allow for a clearer example. A third and final caveat is this. You might not find that each and every question in this tool speaks directly to your experience, but no worries in this regard. If a certain question does not match your experience, please just continue on to the next question. No matter what, this tool can offer you a great deal of value. Uh, okay, good. So three caveats. 
Number one, when you're using this tool of forgiveness, you don't necessarily have to make a statement of forgiveness to the other person. Number two, the second caveat is that it's best if you have a personal relationship with the other person when using this tool. And number three, the third and final caveat is not every question will be speaking to you directly and for your experience. If, if that's the case, uh, you could just continue on to the next question. Do I have the three caveats right, Charlie? Yes, that's it. Okay. I don't think Charlie needed. <laughs> what was that all about? I mean, I understand it's communication. They're making sure that they're on the same page, but I'm like, it wasn't like Charlie stammered right. and used big words. I'm like, okay, all right, moving on. Okay, good. So how about uh, going into the tool itself? Yes. And, you know, today, to give a concrete example for today's tool, I, I want to talk about my relationship with my dad who passed away in May of this year. And, and to me, it's, it's a powerful example, and, and I hope our audience will appreciate it. So step one Name how you were wronged in as simple a manner as possible. Be careful to not launch into a story about what happened. Keep your description short and simple. And Charlie, just if I can ask, and by being quote unquote wronged, this could mean more than just one instance, right? You're not just talking about one simple instance. Sure. You, you, you could have been robbed once. You could have been harshly punished many times. Or your older sibling, for instance, could have lied to your parents about you many times. The important point is that you're feeling resentment. So in my case, my simple statement is that my dad was often very harsh. And when he lost his temper, a beating was not unusual. And he also tended to find fault with most everything I did. So that's my simple statement. It could even be perhaps a little simpler than that, but that's my statement for now. And other examples could be, for instance, mm, my boss dislikes me and discriminates against me because we don't have the same religion. Or another example could be my spouse finds fault with most everything I do, no matter how hard I try. Okay, simple enough, yet perhaps not a simple situation. Um, I, b I believe that takes us on to step two. Step two, name and note the positive qualities of the person you have resentment towards. Uh, j just a second, that, that, that would seem kind of hard to do in this situation, especially if you're feeling resentment towards the other person, no? Yes, this, this may not be easy, but the importance of the step is Often when we're upset with someone, we think of them in a very narrow, one-dimensional way, seeing only their faults. And when we do this, it leads us to have an unbalanced opinion of the other person, and that makes it easier for us to find fault with them. But Charlie, why, why is this step important? I, can I just do this tool and not have to note their positive traits? Well... Again, I, I think it's important to have a rather complete understanding of the other person so we'll be less likely to demonize them. And indeed, each and every person, no matter how angry you might be at them, does have positive qualities. So why hesitate to note what these qualities are? And again, by doing so, you are not meant to be making what the other person did okay. Okay, okay. I, I guess that makes sense. Thanks for that. Yeah, and, and, and let's see if it makes even more sense after I give you my example. Yeah, sure, please. Um, my dad could be very kind and helpful at times, and he would not hesitate to defend me if he felt I was receiving unfair treatment from others. And then 
As a New York City fireman, he displayed great courage and caring for others. And you know, even when I make these statements now, I have a stirring of appreciation for my father because indeed when 9-11 occurred and so many firemen lost their lives in the city of New York or giving service to the city of New York, even though my father had retired a long time ago, I wound up feeling great respect for my father and the many times he risked his life over the course of his career. Wow, Charlie, thanks very much for sharing your thoughts on that. I, I really appreciate that. Yes, and I, I'm going to pause this here. It's interesting that he's using stories for almost everything. I mean, they're, they're kind of long. He's telling us how to do it. But the one thing I'm looking at here, I'm having a hard time like finding a place to pause. Because I thought he was going to say, do this, do this, do that, do that. And so it's a way to just, you, you can't stop listening to this. At least no. I can't. No. So it's, it's interesting. So I'm like, I look down, I'm like, wow, we're actually at the 23 minute mark. And I'm like, I can't stop here. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. All right. So we'll continue on. You know, Tony, for instance, you didn't actually know my dad, but in saying what I just said, do you see how this really changes the emotional tone of where we're going? Yeah, absolutely. Now, now I got uh, what you're trying to accomplish in the steps and, and the value of the step. Thank you very much. Yeah. Excellent. Um, Great, thanks. Um, I, I do think that takes us on to step three, though. Step three. Ask yourself what the positive intention of the other person might have been when they wronged you. And as always, you'll be making a supposition here. And as always, it's important to realize that in coming up with the other person's positive intention, we're not looking to condone what they did or make it somehow okay. Okay, but Charlie, sorry, maybe I'm sounding like a broken record here, but why is this step important? In other words, understanding the person's positive intention. How, how does this understanding add value to this tool? Well, in Seishindo, we suppose positive intention because we find in the long run it leads to our having a more emotionally fulfilling experience in life. And just like the act of forgiveness, we're using positive intention to make our life better and that's why we're using it and we believe in positive intention as a way to serve ourselves right and be more compassionate and even though we very definitely believe in positive intention we also importantly understand that at times often perhaps people engage in lousy strategies to fulfill their positive intention. And, and that's an also an important point to note here. Realizing a person's positive intention does not at all mean that they had a good way of expressing their positive intention. And that's likely exactly where the breakdown uh, begins in a relationship. Okay, well, maybe to make it clearer for me, how about if you give me an example again? Well, sure. And well, I want to hold on a second before he gives us that. You're, you're nodding your head. Yes, I am. Meaning what? What were you nodding your head about? Uh, that just reminds me of you. Which is? That you you have positive intention, but a really bad way of explaining it. Right, bad strategy. Bad strategy, yes. All right. I, I, I never what, really thought of it that way before, but. Well, I always tell you, it's like I'm. you make me feel like I'm such a bad guy. And... I usually try to show you how I had good intentions. Now, I, I'm i not saying I was right, but it's like I, I just messed up. So anyway, continuing on. They had a good way of expressing their 
positive intention. And that's likely exactly where the breakdown uh, begins in a relationship. Okay, well, maybe to make it clear for me, how about if you give me an example again? Well, sure. And, and working the whole time with my relationship with my dad. Uh, in in my case, my father stated many times that his positive intention by criticizing me and, 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 and at times hitting me and stuff, that his positive intention was that he wanted me to be a responsible person who was well-respected and excelled in life. And I do for sure take this to be a high-quality positive intention. I just wish he could have accomplished his positive intention in a more caring manner. And in, in making a clear statement of my father's positive intention, I'm led to demonize him a whole lot less. And again, this is very important. Well, well Charlie, are, are you saying that your father's positive intention was to have you be a responsible person, but his strategy to fulfill that positive intention, I'm sorry to laugh, but it just sounds kind of strange, was to treat you harshly and offer you a lot of negativity? I, I'm not sure I make the connection here. Well, okay. Let me- Kudos to that guy, because he's 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 not just letting Charlie answer the question, say his thing. Here's how it is, and go. Okay, next point. He's 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 a really good devil's ad. ad I hate that word. I cannot say advocate. Okay. I have to think about mm-hmm. it a lot. All right, so kudos. Let me back this up 15 seconds, and we'll continue on. But his strategy to fulfill that positive intention, I'm sorry to laugh, but it just sounds kind of strange, was to treat you harshly and offer you a lot of negativity. I'm not sure I make the connection here. Well, okay, let me me give an example like this. Mm -hmm. If you would like to help your son maximize his skills as a basketball player. Right. You could go on and on pointing out to him every mistake he made and suggesting what he should be doing differently and better. Sure. Rather than uh, at all telling him what he was doing well. And and if you took this critical approach with your son, always criticizing him, uh, your son might soon lose his interest in playing basketball. So your positive intention, which was to help him be a better player, would not be matched with a generative strategy for fulfilling your intention. Okay, okay. So, you know, my father himself was an honest, well-respected person at work and in our local community, and he very much wanted to make sure that I was the same. So, once again, he had a fine positive intention, but the way that he went about the strategy that he used to fulfill that intention was less than um, stellar, shall we say. There we go. So is that all three steps of that? Have we made it through his tool at this point? It's interesting. I mean, I'm really, this has me listening to every word. It's got me thinking, which is always a plus. Because you're never thinking. Ever. (laughs) No, I'm always thinking. I know. So, all right. What are your thoughts on this so far? Um, I like it. Yeah, I'm like, okay. So we're going to hit pause here. For the audience, because otherwise we're just going to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> but we'll, uh, it's funny because we said, well, well, we'll hit play as soon as we find something good. And that took all about, I don't know, two minutes. So uh, we'll be back in just a second. All right. So in this, uh, this episode, we've heard a lot about his dad. And now he's talking about his dad 
basically uh, a few days before he died, Charlie makes it to Atlanta. And here is what Charlie says to his dad. And it just, again, it's an interesting story. And on one particular day when my dad was fairly lucid, I told him the following. You know, Dad, when it's all said and done, I want to thank you for all that you gave me in my life. And I know you always tried to be the best dad you could be. And I'm sorry that I was so unable to express the love and appreciation for you that I truly felt. And, you know, my dad, bless his soul, my dad being my dad, he replied with the following. You are some crazy son of a bitch, aren't you? You don't expect me to believe that, do you? Oh, wow. And I said, well, dad, I hope you will believe me because it's true. And he said nothing after that and closed his eyes and dozed off. And, And to me, or for me, by saying what I did, I feel that I gave myself a great parting gift. And I'm pretty certain it was a nice gift to him, even though... You know, he was so used to being brusque that he couldn't actually say thank you. So I felt really wonderful to have been able to summon up the the caring, the appreciation and the courage to let me uh, say what I said to him. Wow. I I, I don't know what to say, Charlie. Thank thank, But just, you know, thank you for sharing such a very personal and and touching story as an example for this tool. Thanks for that. That's one of the things I want to point out here is. By sharing such deep, intimate details of his life here, Charlie is, whether you realize it or not, is building an intimacy with his listener. Because Charlie obviously trusts you, trusts us enough to share this with us. And he's willing to do that. And this is just my opinion. I feel like this guy really wants to help me now. Do you get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's he's sharing... He's, he's opening up and he wants us to open up and it's just a great way to build that relationship with your audience by, you know, this guy is being, as they say, real, you know, he's, he's not making this stuff up. He's, uh, sharing, you know, somewhat sounds painful, uh, details, but he's also showing, well, Hey, this is what I did and this is why I think it worked. And, so he's he's it's still very educational, but there's a story wound through it. And everything I'm reading these days is when whenever you can work a story into anything, do it because it just brings in your audience. So any any thoughts you had on this at this point? Well, I think, you know, I think the stories are, are almost necessary so that. You can understand what he's talking about in each step because I can see it where in circumstances it might go over people's heads. Um, It it captivates you to listen more closely where if you didn't have these stories and you just were sitting here listening to nine steps Right. Your mind might wander off. Um, and and this keeps you interested and captivated in what he's saying. Well, that and at the beginning, remember at the beginning of the program, we're like, who is this guy? Why should we listen to him? Right. And now he's well, I understand that. OK, yeah, he's he's been there, done that and has real life, extreme real life examples of uh, 
of putting this into to action. All right, something jumped out here that I got to go, oh boy, this has room for improvement. That's great. Thanks for that, Charlie, as always. And um, before we do uh, finally sign off, I just want to remind everyone that if you want to contact us, you can email us at life-tools, what's the S, at seishindo.org. That's life-tools at seishindo.org. Or right, if you have to spell it, you've picked the wrong email address. Why not podcast at seishindo, seishindo.org or something? That's, that's no, no, no. That to me, I was like, wow, you're making it too hard to, to contact. Or even better, and this is something I just started doing in my podcast. <clears throat> if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact, it has my email, it has my phone number, it has my Twitter, it has my G+, my LinkedIn, all the blah, blah, blah. Because otherwise you end up, half your podcast is, here's the 37 different ways you can contact me on Instagram and Pinterest and blah, blah, blah. Just give out one address and then have all the ways, let them pick how they want to contact you. But uh, when I heard the hyphen, spash, blah, blah, and you might want to spell Seishindo because... It sounds, they're saying say Shindo, and I would be like, all right, S-A-Y, S-H-I-N-D-O, Shindo you got. The say part, unless you're of a, a you know, Eastern understanding that say is C-A-I, as in sensei, you may not know it's S-E-I. So I would make it something easier. And they wrap it up with some more Michael Donald, McDonald music, which is cool. That should have been playing underneath when they were doing the contact information. Because to me, I'm like, you're just wasting 20 seconds of my time now. The show's over. I don't know. You seem to be enjoying the music. I can't forget. Anyway, uh, final thoughts. Um, I I wouldn't be the hammer without using it. Okay. Because I got, I got one, well, I got a question for you and then we'll go go ahead and do that. Then I have a question about uh, what you expect at the website. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it and it was very informative because I think that's a topic that applies to everybody. We all have someone that we need to forgive and have resentment towards. And so it applies to a global audience but Tony got on my nerves. Really? Tony got on my nerves. I, I don't need Tony saying, well, thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Mm. So now we're going to go on to step five. Correct? That got on my nerves. Okay. Well, that's that's, that's what we're here for. Just, just the opinion. That's right. just me. Well, here's the part that I was really surprised because they sucked me in with the content and even said, you're probably going to go back and listen to this twice. If I take you to the page about this podcast, what do you expect to see? Show notes. Show notes. And what would be in those show notes? The subject matter. Like, would you like the, the, the steps. steps? Yeah, no steps. Here's their show notes for this. And that's where it's like, oh man, drop the ball. Uh, We talk about how to forgive someone who has wronged you in the past. Moreover, we will talk about how to use positive intention to understand, yada, 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 a paragraph. In fact, let's do this 
just to, if we're going to really get nitty gritty here. And um, again, I'm, I, my goal here is not to just find things to complain about. It's again, um, you need at least according to top SEO people, uh, Yoast, who uh, is a, a WordPress guru guy. Uh, I was just reading an article about him uh, in Solopreneur Magazine, I think it was that, or Digital Something Anyway. Um, and if I do a word count here of this blog post, we have a whopping 82. So this is where you could have had the steps of that because that was my whole thing. I was like, oh, this is great. I want to go back and get the Reader's Digest version. And now I want to walk myself through this tool and everything that's in there in the show notes, except the tool which I understand they're going to say, well, we want you to listen. No, no, no. You give the content in whatever format your audience wants it. If some people want to read it. Okay. If some people want to listen to it. Okay. If some people want to watch it. Okay. But as long as you give great content that gets them coming back, that builds that relationship, give it to them freely give. And so I was really bummed to see just a, a fragment of show notes not that you have to write 700 to a thousand words, but you need more than this. Now need is, is subjective here. You want more than, than 78 words or 82 or whatever I said, it's just going to give you more traction and always write for people. Do not write for search engines. So that would be uh, the one thing about that. I was kind of surprised when I went to the website cause it was such great content and you do want to take notes and I'm like, well, hopefully the notes are already out there. I'll just copy and paste them. And let's try this now with me just going through the steps. And I can't. Now I've got to listen again. Mm, bummer. Because I wanted to go through this again quickly and put it into something in my life. And there's no show notes that will have to listen again now and take notes. And yeah. So that was my disappointing thing here. That is one question I had for you being of a non-technical nature what did you think of their audio quality? I thought it was fine. Yeah. The only thing is obviously Charlie's in Japan and I'm not sure how they do it, but it was obvious that when Charlie's not talking, they turn him off. And when you turn him back on, there's a little bit of hiss. Now that is me sitting in a quiet room. If I was listening anywhere, but not in a quiet room with headphones, I wouldn't even notice it. But yeah, I'm with you. I thought they had good audio quality. And I give them kudos because I realize, especially this is probably done either over Skype and, uh, you know, sometimes calling way overseas, you'll uh, run into issues. As I look at their wave file here, they've definitely run it through a nice compressor. Uh, looks like they're limiting about minus six. And yeah, my only thing would be, um, like I said, for, for me, the music at the end, just put that under, uh, when they're saying goodbye and, and telling people where to get it. Uh, the other thing, when I go out to their website, okay, you do have a button. You've got the latest episode right there. One click away. So that's good. Um, if I wanted to subscribe to this podcast, nothing on the front page about that. And I've got to go to, let's see, life tool podcast introduction. And there I see the stitcher button. And there's an iTunes button. Okay, so people have to scroll mm -hmm. down to uh, to see that. But um, it's what do you think of their website? 
I think it's blurry. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not quite sure I get the picture. There's a picture of a little kid at a drinking fountain with water basically going over his head. Oh, here it is. Regain your thirst for life. Okay, there we go. But the other thing I thought that listening to this now, they have a member section that is free, but they don't mention it at all on the uh, the podcast. So that just from my chair is kind of confusing. Uh, they do have a thing here, the meaning of seishindo. The first is say. The most basic meaning of say is refined, but the meaning extends to spirit, energy, vitality. This is the word it says, semen, purity, excellence, and skill. In seishindo, it means refined and pure. The middle kanji is shin. The meanings of shin are spirit, heart, and mind. If you ask a Japanese person where their mind is, they will point to their chest. Combining this with the first word say, we have the poetic interpretation, pure heart, simple mind. Um, do is the third vow, is what I'm going to call it. In everyday uh, parlance, it means street or road. As used in the Japanese arts, do means an artful path of study, as in judo, akudo, um, many other, everywhere a dodo. <laughs> so, um, is an artful path of discovering your pure heart and simple mind. I would put that somewhere else on uh, on the graphic where it says, yeah, you say, say Shindo. Put that at the uh, upper graphic, you know, um, pursuing a pure heart and simple mind, um, which I think, if I remember right, let's pull up the iPad again. I think, is, is that on your album art? That would be my only thing. It's like um, sensible solutions for life's everyday challenges, which is actually what the podcast is about. But just when I got there, my first thing is, well, what the heck is I say Shindo? So um, they uh, they have a good, technically they're they're good to go. So yeah, technically they're good. Their tags are good. Um, like I said, I can't really think of too much here that I would change on this podcast. Just maybe, uh, maybe it a little easier to find the podcast. But they, they have a lot on their website. And like I said, there was that one part where he was redundant, where Charlie said steps one, two, and three, and then Tony said steps one, two, and three. And I'm like, what was that all about? Uh, I guess the big question is, would you listen to another episode of this? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to say, so would I. I'm like, all right, I think this one's going into my Stitcher account. And uh, I, it, like I said, anytime you can make me think or laugh, I'm, I'm usually down for your podcast or, uh, or just give me information I can't find and things like that. So again, you can find this at, it's S-E-I-S-H-I-N-D-O dot org. Or if you go out to podcast review show, dot com forward slash 28 uh, you can leave your comment on what you thought about this podcast anything that you struck you did Tony annoy you did he did he not did he we're gonna get Tony fired um, I liked him I, I like the way that he he made him you know that doesn't make any sense when you're saying hey here's somebody who's done you wrong and, and Charlie's saying yeah now think about them in a positive light I like the fact that Tony was like I don't think so that ain't gonna happen well, I, I like that part of him commenting, right. but I found his constant, thank you, thank you, um, 
yeah, we're repetitive going up. and his okay so that would move us on to number six tip yeah. number six correct right whatever he said got it that's just what annoyed it was just yeah okay well there you go it's an opinion keep that it in is. mind <laughs> and uh I guess that's going to do it for this episode. As always, uh, Happy New Year as we uh, put this out. And uh, if you would like to, uh, well, a couple things. If you're looking for more podcasting advice, you can join me every Saturday morning, 1030 Eastern Standard Time. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash live. That's where I do the Ask the Podcast Coach Show with my buddy Jim Collison. Uh, Again, that's schoolofpodcasting.com forward slash live. And uh, if you'd like to get reviewed, Well, here's Rich to tell you how. Thanks for tuning into our show. If you'd like to get reviewed, go to podcastreviewshow.com slash review me. Want to give us a review? Go to podcastreviewshow.com slash iTunes. Links to today's podcast, along with ways for you to connect with us, can be found at our website at podcastreviewshow.com. Looking for an in-depth review? Need some podcasting pointers? Sign up for a coaching session with Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about book launch secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then... He's going to talk about this course, and it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book, and you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books, and then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart. It's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for, absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on. And it's happening very, very soon, March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book launch. I can't wait to see you there.